Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of PlayForLifeMoms.com. Let's jump in. Welcome, Vanessa. I am so glad you're here. You and I have been online friends for about four years, I think. We found each other because of a Periscope's Periscope app. Do you remember Periscope? back in the day yeah yeah before but i think i knew i knew of you prior to that i feel like remember we figured out we were in similar groups yeah yeah we we the homeschool circles were smaller back yeah. then so this is vanessa you can find her online mostly on instagram i know she also has a facebook page but i hang out with her on instagram and she's under vanessa wright writes and i'll have that all in the show notes but i've wanted to invite vanessa on here to talk about something she created, an acronym called FLOW. So let's talk. Tell us about your family and who you are first before FLOW. Sure. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Vanessa, and um, we live um, in the southeast portion of the United States. And uh, right now, we've got an almost 15-year-old, and then um, our boy-girl twins are turning 13 shortly. So, um, yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> and we are a homeschooling family. We're um, been homeschooling for almost 10 years. Um, so that uh, was not anything ever intended, but something that um, works for our family and felt called to do. And um, I also work for a growth mindset children's company. And I write uh, homeschool articles over at thehomeschoolmom.com and help put together a homeschool conference in my state last year. Um, but my favorite thing to do is to hang out on Instagram and write and chat with people, and um, especially women and mamas. So, yeah, I love Instagram. If I could delete all social media, it would yeah. only I would only keep Instagram. Same. I, I've professed that multiple times. So yeah. just in case people really want to find me, they can find me on Instagram. If you find me on Facebook, there's a high chance that I probably won't pay attention to it. So... <laughs> Let's talk about flow and that you're a mom. So you have three kids and they're almost all teenagers. Yeah. And two and less than two weeks, my, my twins or boy, girl, they will be 13. And my oldest son is not quite 15. So they're 22 months apart. My oldest and my twins. So wow. all teens all the time. Okay. So Vanessa has created this acronym that helps guide her life in the best and the worst of circumstances. Can you tell us about the word flow and what it means to you? 
Yes. So um, I had originally come up, this kind of hit me when I was working with one of your recent guests, AJ. Um, we were talking about flow. And then um, I kind of first came at it from a homeschool perspective. Um, but today I'm going to talk about what it has then kind of evolved into as for, for me being a, a woman and for me being a mom, though this could really, this really works for, you know, whether you're a mom or not. Um, so I use the acronym FLOW. I talk about F being feed your body in a way that honors your unique self. My L is love yourself. Lean into your season of life and learn something new. O is own your time and space. Make time to sleep and heal and move your body. Create spaces of beauty in your surroundings. And W is weed out what's not working. And then welcome the new and enjoy the wonder. So that is FLOW. Yeah. When you're living out of flow, is there mm-hmm. a first step you take? I think for me, it's um, recognizing that there there is flow and just to sort of embrace that. Because um, when I sort of realized that my life now as a mom with three teens is not the same as it was with three elementary school kids or three toddlers, uh, my health is different, my age is different. So I really started to focusing on what does that mean for me as a me as a woman, not necessarily me as a mother, a homeschooler, or whatever. What does that mean? So just to give yourself some space to recognize that and and listen, just get quiet with yourself. Um, my heart broke last year. I was doing this workshop, a flow workshop at a homeschool conference, and a mama was sitting next to me. There was 10 of us in a small circle, and she said to me, I don't even know what kind of TV shows I like to watch because she had totally poured herself out to her family for so long she didn't even know what to watch like she got to choose her tv and she didn't even know and that right there broke my heart and i handed her an entire bar of chocolate and i said just like i hugged her i I had just met her like 10 minutes before but that's you know that's sort of what has made me see that this is something that was resonating with other women yeah i think that let's pause for a second with that Mm -hmm. that you said that we need to take the time and recognize that we're just women and humans versus mm-hmm. all these titles we wear. Yep. Yeah. Was yeah. that hard for you to filter out and to peel off all those different hats? It is, and it still is. I mean, I will tell you, I'm 45, so being this journey for me started at age 40, which from what I've researched and talked to other people is pretty consistent with that age. Um, and I know they say age is just a number and it is, but you know, there's also different shifts that happen in your life, um, and in your body. And so it was, for me, it was really feeling in tune to, to myself because, um, I'm an Enneagram too. (laughs) I'm a highly sensitive, empathetic person, uh, but I'm also a people pleaser. So it was kind of like having to balance all these versions of myself, but to say like, okay, well, who, who am I? What really makes me physically feel good, mentally feel good, and spiritually feel good? So that can flow out of the, that, that right. can then flow out to right. other areas of and my life. I know that um, I hosted AJ of Radicat Nutrition on my podcast mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and yep. you've worked with her, and she said something that stuck with me, and I think this probably helped you develop this, is my guess, is that she talked about having to parent and live from the excess that our cups need to be spilling over, and that people shouldn't drink from our cup, right? Like, we need to live from that overflow. Yes. 
of what's on our cup. And so that reminds me a lot of what you're saying here is that we need to make sure that our cup actually has water in it and that right. we have a cup that's our own. Right, to, 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 for you even, even to have something to spill. And so I love, um, even though I'm, I like to write, I have to have things like visually represented. It's me, like if you saw my office right now, I have like pictures, posters, I, I have that. I love the visual input. So I had a beautiful friend I've made on Instagram and she, Erin um, made this beautiful flow watercolor for me and there were these and I would say that there are these images images of these rocks on the side so if you picture your flow as a river well what are your anchors that are you're anchoring in on the sides and you know mine are going to be different than yours different than my friends but like what can you hold on to though in those times that then you feel like you're just kind of doggy paddling down the river and you're you need to take a breath so for me it's encouragement purpose faith light connections and authenticity but your little rocks that you're holding on to may be something different and it's it was really just having that visual representation that has helped me so much okay that can be one of the projects right now is that you can draw your own river and mm -hmm. what you need as your stones to collect yeah. or yeah. i like to envision it as a path and i'm picking yep. flowers and what flowers do i need to have mm -hmm. to help me yeah yeah what, what lights you up? What sustains you in the season? And I, I think it's really important. I keep coming back to this. In the season of life that you're in right now, because I, I, I can find myself really easily going back 5, 10, 15, 20 years, or I can worry. I start worrying about, you know, the future. And we're living in such a weird time right now. So it's like time is like, what's even happening? Um, the context my, of time yeah. in this moment yeah. during this whole pandemic is yeah. very shifting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, um, you know, this may be a good time for you, you know, you as a woman to just sit back and say, what am I like, where am I? What am I feeling? And what am I doing? And what, what do I need to, to keep sustaining myself as a human being as a woman, not necessarily, you know, because that's what you are first and foremost. Do you have a favorite practice that lets you slow down and talk to yourself? Yes, a couple. So inspired by you and your daily runs, I started doing yoga last September 1st every single day for five to 10 minutes. And I said to myself, I can do five to 10 minutes of yoga every day. Um, I also, sometimes I do 30, 40 minutes. Sometimes I, right. Sometimes though, like yesterday I took a walk for 40 minutes and then I did five to 10 minutes of yoga last night. Yep. Sometimes I dance and then I do yoga. So it really, but I said to myself, I can do five to 10 minutes of yoga that has made a huge difference. I try to journal almost every day and I have a so, some sort of devotional or spiritual yumminess that I like <laughs> to have in my life. And um, so that those are things that help me on a day-to-day -day basis. I, and, and lots and water and vitamins, <laughs> vitamins and chocolate. <laughs> so what type of chocolate? Um, I really love dark chocolate. I'm super, I'm, I'm a straight up chocolate snob. So like, you know, don't come at me with Hershey's is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, I need, like, I, I love, um, I really love a good quality dark chocolate from somebody who has grown it well and done it. I, I'm also very attached to like how the product is grown and, and who was paid for it. And that makes, that makes a difference to me. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's your activism. Yes. It, it is mine. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So you journal and you do yoga to help find and remember mm -hmm. who you are mm -hmm. is there a journaling practice you started off with or have you always been a journaler 
So I've always been a writer from the time I knew how to write. I have journals and journals and journals and journals. But um, I do have a particular journal. I'm on my second one through. It's just called Heart-Centered Healing from my friend Jessica that she has. Um, and um, But I also just buy stuff at Michael's and just blank pages. And I've been writing a lot of poetry this past year. I love haikus. I just love free verse um, and just... Um, some of the devotionals that I use have journaling prompts. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on how I'm feeling that day, like or where I am sort of like in the lunar cycle and what I'm feeling and what I want to do. Yeah. When you're looking at the letters of flow, which are, mm-hmm. remind us again, flexibility. Um, feed, well, the first, oh, yeah, so no, F was the feeding your body. So feeding the F is body. like feeding your body, then like loving yourself, leaning into your season of life, owning your time and space, and weeding out what's not working and welcoming the wonder. We've talked a little bit about feeling your body. Mm-hmm. And what was the next one? Loving yourself. Loving yourself and leaning into your season Ooh. of life. So that one's really hard. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea of how a mom who might not like her season or love herself could start a tiny? I think for it would be to first just write out everything you're frustrated with. I always, anytime I'm talking to a friend who's in a hard time, I always tell them, even if they don't like to write, just get it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Or even if you speak it into a mic, like record right. it yourself, just get it out of yourself and, and just look at it and what comes down onto the paper, um, you know, light it on fire and burn it. <laughs> I was going to say, it that is my yeah. number one strategy. Yeah. If I am yeah. writing things I am uncomfortable keeping, yes. I burn it. Yep. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's also kind of beautiful uh, ritual to do that. Um, but just like sort of recognize where you're struggling. Like if you have a bunch of little ones running around, you know, your life is different than mine right now. And like, you know, you're, you have to just say, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. Where can I ask for help? What can I take off my plate? And, you know, what can I just, what do I have to just lean into right now and just surrender to, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think that, and, and then find yourself a five awesome things you love about yourself, write them down, post them places and just tell themself yourself every day. Do you use alarms on your cell phone like I do? I do not. I'm terrible. <laughs> but I have a tracker, but I have a habit tracker that I okay. use in my journal, and that's what I use yep. to track because I'm a paper person. Okay. <laughs> I, I love all the paper. I use alarms on my cell phone to like remind yeah. me of things during the day. I don't. Yeah. So after you lean into yourself in your season, you start mm-hmm. to own your own time. And yes, and your space. You? Yeah. Well, it's hard because I... Um, I'm very distractible and a daydreamer and um, I, I, I'm a big ideas person. I'm not great at like detailed stuff. <laughs> so, but I had to say like, where, where do I want to put my time? What is really worth my time? Mm-hmm. What is, um, you know, and as I said, you know, maybe this, this time we're living in right now, these past two months or so is not a great indication of this but like but and just in general because right now everything has sifted mm-hmm. out right like right yeah it's easier like, maybe to spot the big rocks right now exactly of what should be important or feel yeah. important to you right because there's so many less things you can do out of the house and i want to give especially i feel like mama's like get off the hook for like you're having to like be the constant like entertainer driver person of like that your time matters like 
what you want to do matters. And yes, like I, listen, I'm like a taxi cab normally for my kids, but I have, what I have done though is when I am driving and I try to take some time for myself. So my car, like when I, when we're kind of in our more normal schedule, I always keep like a good drink, a nice chocolate, a book and something in my car so I can have those little, so then that would be like my space. So what's my space around me? Well, if I have to be in my car and right now I'm going to be driving around a lot, like what can I have in my space, in my car that makes me, so I always have like a nice, like if it's cold out, I always have like a nice scarf or a pajmina and my book and my stuff. So I kind of travel with my own self-care items to make that space welcoming and needed. And I have to say, it's totally something that I inspire to because of you. Like you model this so well, because like I will call her or text her and she's like, oh, I've got my headphones and I've got a good drink here and I'm at basketball for my kids, but I'm going to walk and do laps and listen to this great podcast or draft this blog post. And I was like, wow, you really are so much more intentional than I am when I go to kid events and I just wanna, and maybe it's because I'm still, my youngest is seven. And so if he's yeah. with me, right? Like I'm on. Yeah. yeah, you're not just like dropping him off everywhere and being like, see you later, bye. Right, right. <laughs> like, I wouldn't I, have done that with a seven year old. <laughs> right, like there are different ages. And as I lean yeah. into having older kids that I can just drop off yeah. because I trust the adults that we're with and I've built good relationships. Exactly. Um, that I'm inspired by how you travel with your bundle of space around you. So can you tell us more, like, did you always do that? Or is this something you've done in the last five years? No, this is probably in the past two years. As my kids have gotten older, especially my oldest, he is extraordinarily extroverted and wants to do all the activities. And, you know, we homeschool because we love the flexibility and all the opportunities. Um, But as my younger two then have gotten older, you know, travel basketball, camps, volunteering, all this stuff, um, I just had to say, okay, well, how can I make my car time or sitting in the, the parking lot time you know, as you said, intentional, because I don't want to just sit there scrolling my phone or whatever. So it's so easy to get lost. It's so easy to do that. So what can I do? And I carry an essential oil in my pocket. And I always, I always have a snack for myself. I don't always bring my kids snacks because they're old enough and might get your own food. So like, sorry, Um, you're not eating my chocolate. Hashtag pro mom tip. Yeah, yeah, get your own food. Um, and I tried to carry that with me or have a podcast. You know me, I'm always listening to my true crime podcast. So, um, yeah, it's just figuring out what works for you and, and what you need to do. And maybe that is like dropping my kids off and I'm like, okay, well, I have an hour. I'm going to run and go get myself a hot cup of tea because I forgot my whatever. Like just, you know, even if my car is filled with trash and kids' stinky shoes, I have my own little stuff makes it less gross (laughs) that is so good that you know the back seat might be gross but right here in this one little radius of a hula hoop it can be nice and pretty and I can feel good yeah I can or I call my friend that's when I'll call my friends or text them I mean I'm extroverted also so I need to have that like you know I need the chit chat with my girlfriends and all that stuff that is fantastic. I love that you've made your car time an island for yourself. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's one thing that that we used to pack baby bags, right? Like we were mm-hmm. in that season. And I know I still have some listeners that are in that season because I get messages yeah. from you. Yeah. But as your kids grow up and start to go to soccer or dance or volunteering and all these other things, maybe 
the idea that we need to all take away from Vanessa right now is that we need to start packing baby bags for ourselves, right? Yes, that baby yourself, mother yourself. Yeah. Of being the chauffeur, because we all joke about being Ubers for our kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. You will hit a point where you spend more time in your car than you ever thought you would as a as a parent driving. <laughs> right. And it's not, it doesn't feel like fun driving anymore. Like when you were 16 and you just got that first car, you're like, oh, again. Yes. Because maybe you're in the car with your teens listening to awful music. I'm just saying. <laughs> And you're trying to be a cool mom and you're like cringing inside because you're like, can I just put the Indigo Girls on and be done? <laughs> yes. So pack your baby bag. That can be yeah. something. Pack your own bag. Mother yourself. Yes. yes. I think that's going to be my big takeaway right now. I love it. I carry a bag. I have a beautiful bag my mother-in-law gave me for Christmas and it has my, it, I always keep pens. Probably five different books. I was gonna um, say, is it pre-packed all the time? It is. Can, I keep it. Oh. Leave. I literally it sits here next to my desk, and depending on how long I'm gonna be gone, if I just need a couple things from it, I pull whatever I need out and put it in my purse. Because let's be honest, I have a gigantic purse also. Um, or I just put the whole bag in the car. My laptop can fit in it if I need to, or you know, I love it, and it's 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 literally sitting right here next to me right now. Yeah. I didn't know there was a magic bag. There now, is. Now I need a magic you know my bag. Secret. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was own your time. And what yeah. is W again? Reading out what's not working is one, and then welcoming the new and enjoying the wonder. So I always say, like, before you start adding stuff onto your stuff yourself, you get gotta get rid of. You, you know, have to subtract we, we, first. You have to get subtract some stuff first. I am a huge like my kids know like if I go on like a cleaning craziness like mm-hmm. they just get out of the way um like I cleaned my office the other day and I accidentally threw away the cord to my handbag <laughs> and I was like oh no because <laughs> I got so excited to clean yeah I found it I dug through the trash and found it but um <laughs> yes but you have to be willing to get rid of things I'm sorry you just you just do like um you have to be willing to get rid of stuff and start with your own stuff I always start with my own stuff I don't necessarily always like trash all my kids things <laughs> Absolutely. But, there's a boundary um, issue there, right? Yeah, so like, like there's a boundary issue. Start with your own stuff. And um, once you do that, I mean, that could mean your closet. Like my friend sent me some beautiful shots. She weeded out a whole bunch of stuff in her closet the other day. And I was so proud of her because I knew that was tough for her. Yeah. Um, and like for me, it's getting rid of, like for me, it's books. Like not, I have so many books. Like do I really need to have all these books? Always. No. It's the yeah. books. So once you can do that, then I invite people to welcome the new, whatever comes at you. And then the wonder, because I think, and um, even though I'm extrovert and stuff, I can, I tend to always sometimes head to my little Debbie Downer side because mm-hmm. I'm super highly sensitive and emotional. It's just easy for me to kind of go, to go into that emotional sad place quickly. But like, um, for instance, this time we've been going through like when we started self-quarantining in early March the trees were bare in my backyard we have three four little trees and just the change that's happened that I've never noticed before in the three years of living at my house has been beautiful like to the point where I've cried like multiple times just because things are still growing and changing and happening yeah and that's beautiful I am hand raising monarchs right now I love it. I love it. And butterflies are really, my, my name apparently means butterfly in Greek. My mother always told me that. I don't know if it's true. So I love butterflies. I love your butterflies. Yeah. But it, like, it's been such a tangible reminder, yes. right? That nature yes. moves on even mm-hmm. when we're feeling stuck right now yep. as the whole world yeah. is shut down. 
Yeah, and seriously, like the metaphor of a butterfly, can you get any more? Like, it's literally perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, I was up way late last night reading, like, the scientific evidence of, like, what actually happens in the chrysalis. It's so weird. So I mm-hmm. won't go into that here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but no one really knows. I guess that's what it comes down to, is that, right. like, science still doesn't really know how it happens. And it's so But isn't cool. that beautiful to think about? Like it's just caterpillar goo in the chrysalis. Right. That and I always think exactly <laughs> so what's the goo like when you're feeling like you're in that place of cocooning and changing so, like I was always very afraid to embrace that until probably the past two years and um it's okay to have the goo and you're going to go through that cycle over and over and over again like you don't just you don't just do caterpillar chrysalis butterfly one time in your life you do it you may do it in Every season, you may do it over the course of the month. I mean, let's let's just be open to that. I think that is a really good wrap up. I think people need to be aware that we are made of nature, right? Mm-hmm. We are yeah. from nature, and while we live in fancy houses with awesome right. technology like Skype right now, yeah, um, <laughs> we we need to remember where we started, and mm-hmm. that was not here in this fancy place. No, it's not. And to just give yourself five, I, I was, I say just, I think a lot of us say this, who've been kind of working on doing this work for oils, you've got five to 10 minutes for yourself. I mean, you do. I wish I would have known that when I had three babies and whatever, but you have five to 10 minutes for yourself. Yep. You're, you are worth that. Take that for yourself. You're worth more than that. You're worth we'll more than there. that. Yeah, I, I will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, we'll start there. We'll start start there. You have to start somewhere. Don't start by saying, I'm changing every single thing in my life because then that's not flow because you're not, you're, you're, you're like pulling the dam up and like, you know, it's like, you're going to overwhelm yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? If we're going to keep, we're going to keep doing metaphors. Yeah, if we're going to keep with the, yeah, of course we are. Of course we are. No, the dam is good because I think that's what happens so often in life is that we notice one problem and then it spirals (gasps) to noticing all the problems. Yeah, and that you've wrecked and you your kids, away. and you don't have enough yeah. therapy money, and right. everything is out of control, and then you just flood the whole thing. Yep, and then nothing is salvage. Then literally, like water is water is healing, but it's also super powerful. It causes a lot of damage, and can cause damage. So you really have to. That's why I say, like, have your safety. You know, have your rocks on the side, your whatever that you know um, makes you yeah. feel stable and hold on to. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so if you were to start, if you were to give that mom that you gave your chocolate bar to Mm -hmm. from that talk a five-minute self-care task, because every one of these episodes ends with a self-care task, where would you have them start? Um, I would have them start by writing a letter to themselves. And I'm not going to tell you what that letter should be, but just sit down and write a letter to your current, like, to your current self, like, as if you're talking to a friend. I think we have to do that. I think that's something good. And then you can, whatever comes out, just, just and don't think about it. Just let, stream of consciousness, let it come out. And then take a look at it and say, okay, what theme, what is the theme here? And then start with, you know, maybe it's, I don't physically feel well, well what can I, can I drink more water? Um, my, I feel overwhelmed in my house. Well, can you, can you just clean your desk? Um, you know, my kid, I have 
three babies, you know, what can I, let me just lean into that they're babies and smell their heads, Mm -hmm. you know, so stuff like that, like just give yourself permission, really. Wow. I'm an Enneagram 8 and that sounds so vulnerable. (laughs) I would write the letter and then I would totally need to write, light it on fire. Just so. Which is why my, which is why my Enneagram 2 self would be like, let me help you write the letter. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Like, oh, this idea sounds so nice and cuddly. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, would I ever do it? But I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to text it to you with it all yes, fuzzy. And I will then burn the letter. Okay. So the last thing we always end with on these episodes is a family play idea. How are you enjoying your kids in this season right now? Um, in different ways. And I'm going to be straight up. Um, because of my kids' ages, we do a lot of separate time. <laughs> um, but that's what but they need, to be honest. It is. Individuals. So it's individual. Um, with my my girl twin, I, she likes to do my hair and she likes to do my makeup, which I've shared, which is frightening, but and fun. you get to see it on Instagram. <laughs> it's pretty fancy when she, when she does it. Yeah. So we've done that with my boy twin. It could be he likes playing timeline or he just likes to talk to me about whatever he's doing, um, which is always a lot. And I, my oldest, we're enjoying watching um, the Goldbergs for a variety of reasons. And um, <laughs> <laughs> or Saturday Night Live skits like he. Uh, yeah. So he that's, gets them. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had to be OK with that. It's but amazing Gold- when that change happens, isn't it? Oh, it is. But the Goldbergs has really, really been fun for us because he says I act like the mother. <laughs> I act like, the mother. <laughs> like, really? I don't think so, but maybe I do. Uh, but just the 80s. Just because I'm 45 and grew up in the 80s, and it's oh. it's just hilarious. So that's that's what we've that's been. I love been, that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that you... <laughs> are doing all these things little bits at a time. Probably not even every day, right? Oh, no, 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 no. I just, yeah, no. (laughs) That's important, though. Like, you know, when I I talk to my sister-in-law that has a brand new baby, right? And that newborn phase, he's 16 days old today. And this is going to come out in May when he'll be over a month old. And Mm -hmm. this, like, that's an overwhelming time Mm -hmm. because you're adjusting. Yeah. But all of motherhood is adjusting. It is. All the time. All the time. It's all the time. And I don't know how to tell her that. Um, you can. I don't think you can. Like, and I don't think you can tell me, like, your kids are all mostly older than my kids. Yeah. And it's always just so interesting. So find lots fa- of mentors. Yeah. And every family has different dynamics and different mm-hmm. needs and different. I mean, that's what I've really just embraced was, like, not comparing what works here with what every you know like for us sitting around playing a game with all five of us is not (laughs) it's not gonna work it wouldn't work in your family yeah right right now no so um but yeah just enjoying what does and that being okay okay tell us your definition of flow one more time um right okay sir so it's feeding your body in a way that honors yourself Loving yourself, leaning into the season of life, owning your time and space, waiting out what's not working and welcoming the new and enjoying the wonder. Well, I hope you enjoy the wonder today, Vanessa. And thank you for being here. Thanks. Where do you want people to find you? Instagram? Um, 
Yeah, Instagram is best. I do have a homeschool thing on Facebook, but I'm mostly on Instagram at Vanessa Wright. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that will all be in the show notes. Great. Have a Thanks. great day. Thank you, everyone. You got to say bye. You can't just wave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on. And I, I'm looking forward to connecting with people. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I hope that you really, really enjoyed that conversation and go follow up and continue the conversation in the only place I like on Facebook, which is the Everyday Motherhood Podcast Facebook group. Go find that group and join in and we will continue talking about flow. Now remember, you are the right mom for your kids and your kids are the right kids for you. 